0: America's Pyramids, hiding in plain sight what similarities exist between them and other ancient structures, like the Great Pyramid of Giza and the lesser-known Paracas Pyramids. Is there enough of a correlation between these pyramids and related archaeological remains to support the case for extraterrestrial involvement? and what additional information, if any, can be gained by an examination of their energy structures. Consider this and more on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer. Supernatural Explorers welcome to episode 17 America's Pyramids comparisons to alleged alien pyramids of Paracas and Giza this episode I'm gonna start by giving some updates on the nature spirit pan and the star Sirius then I'm going to explore the latest information including related remains of America's pyramids the Great Pyramid of Giza and the Paracas pyramids And finally, I'm going to end with an examination of the energy structures of all three pyramid areas to see what more we can learn. Let's get started. Last episode, I couldn't help but notice I spent a lot of time on the cave and the little green men and not as much time on Pan or Sirius. Happily, since then, I've spent time with both and had a couple of trickster visits from Pan. So let me share all that. Last episode, I spoke of how connecting with Pan was an expansive experience which made it easy to connect with the Bright Star Sirius. This all left an impression on me. The next night, our cat Little jumped onto the bed wheezing, something he never did before. Jen and I watched him for a while with concern as the wheezing was showing no signs of changing for the good or the bad. We both started wondering, when should we call the vet? Pan and Sirius came to mind. I connected with them both and channeled the energy to Little. Within a minute, he was breathing normal and he's been fine ever since. That was very cool. But amazing things do seem to happen all the time lately and so I forgot about it such that it hadn't even occurred to me to mention it on this show. The next night, I woke to my TV mysteriously turning on downstairs. I had to get up, go down, shut it off, all confused. Then, as I was editing the last episode, the devil picture decided on its own that it wanted to be my desktop image. I just went to click to the desktop to get something, and I'm like, what's that doing there? Then... I come home from work to my TV being on again. Pan finally comes into my head again, and I say aloud, Oh, okay, trickster. <laughs> I got the message. So, for those of you last episode who wanted to hear more about present day Pan, here he is. And I acknowledge and am grateful for him and Sirius in helping to heal our cat. Now, let's explore some pyramids related archaeological remains, and some new information that has been learned in recent years. First, America's Pyramids. On episode 57 of Strange Brow Radio, Tobe Johnson had on researcher Sean Moody, who spoke on three pyramids he had discovered hiding in plain sight in Washington State. Tumtum Mountain, Green Mountain, Silver Star Mountain. There's a ton of information in that episode of Strange Brow, so I'm only going to cover what jumped out for me. Please do check out that episode if you want to learn more about the pyramids. There's a link in the show notes if you need it. Tum Tum Mountain was the out for me in that episode. Maybe in part because it looks exactly like a pyramid if you look at the picture. It's like the great pyramid of Giza but covered in dirt. Tumtum Mountain is a small, I guess as far as mountains go, highly symmetrical volcanic cone in Longview, Washington state. That's probably from Wikipedia. I don't think Tumtum Mountain's a mountain at all. I think it's a pyramid. It's made of 68% silica and 31% quartz. I'm not a geologist. But I know a link is sometimes drawn between large quantities of quartz and supernatural activity. Like other constructed pyramids, it's four-sided, squared at the base, and sits on the land like a pyramid. It doesn't come up and through the land like a mountain. This pyramid, hiding as a mountain, is linked to other structures around it in the exact same layout of Teotihuacan in Mexico City. And thanks to Wikipedia, I have some more information on that area. Teotihuacan is an ancient Mesoamerican city located in the Valley of Mexico. It's a vast archaeological complex whose inhabitants lived there around the 200 BC to 750 AD timeframe. Running down the middle of the site is the Avenue of the Dead, which in turn links the Pyramid of the Moon and the Pyramid of the Sun and the Temple. So it seems like whoever designed this area designed the area around Tumtum Mountain. And Teotihuacan has been glossed as Birthplace of the Gods or Place where Gods Were Born. So the area around Tumtum has a very cool twin with interesting spiritual connotations. Most importantly, because the layout of these two areas of pyramids, one in Washington, one in Mexico, is exactly the same, this helps to support the case that Tum Tum is indeed a pyramid. For thousands of years, the indigenous people of America had annual celebrations at Tum Tum gathering all of the tribes of the entire West Coast. Obviously a long-standing sacred place, except that the gatherings mysteriously stopped about 10 years ago. And I wonder when we connect energetically if we're going to learn more about that. Sean alludes to his belief that someone has been trying to hide the pyramid by planting trees on it three separate times. But now the soil's nutrients are so spent and can no longer support the trees that with no substantial growth to hold the soil in place, Sean thinks in about 20 years, the wind's going to blow all the dust away and expose Tum Tum as the pyramid it is. Sean goes on to mention a legend of white crystal pyramids where wounded warriors could be laid at their base to be healed. The location of these legendary healing pyramids correlates with the location of Tum Tum. Something's going on there. It's definitely not a mountain. It's definitely a pyramid. Definitely built by people who built other pyramids or aliens that built other pyramids or other beings that built these pyramids. Sean also mentions of hearing about Bigfoot activity in the area. And lastly, and what got my attention the most, mentions elongated skulls or long heads being found in the area, as well as tales of the remains of three giants. That's a lot of interesting information. If it was just that this is a pyramid and nobody knows it's a pyramid, that alone would have blown my mind. And then all these other details? Okay, so far we have a group of pyramids in America associated with elongated skulls and giants. I like where this is going already especially since there is always buzz about the possibility of elongated skulls having extraterrestrial origins. And, any mention of giants reminds me of giants depicted in ancient Egyptian artwork and sculptures. As for pyramids, I don't know where your mind goes when you think about the real architects, but I tend to think of ancient advanced civilizations like Atlantis and extra or ultra-terrestrials. This is especially true after listening to a very interesting episode of Paranormal Thoughts podcast last year entitled Extraterrestrial Message with Gary Parker. Side note, that episode was from November 2017 and there is a link in the show notes. I recommend you check that one out. On that episode of Paranormal Thoughts, Gary Parker, movie script writer and real estate developer, provides... Some new perspective on the Great Pyramid of Giza. Definitely a new perspective for me anyway. Gary had this actually really benevolent idea of wanting to start a worldwide fundraiser to restore the Great Pyramid to help promote a sense of world community and in turn, world peace. I thought it was a cool idea. Everybody from different countries chips in live footage of it and they restore... One of the wonders of the world to its former glory. All to build a sense of community. Being a developer, Gary decides to look at the International Space Station photo off the NASA website of the Great Pyramid and visually survey the area. When he zooms in, he notices what looks like letters writing on and around the Great Pyramid he takes this to scholars to see what the writing is Aramaic scholars see the words I and who and Hebrew scholars see the words God and Lord of the Underworld Beyond giving Gary some interpretations the scholars didn't want to have anything to do with him. They think he doctored the photos which he couldn't have done because it's actually directly from the NASA website. He didn't doctor anything I think some of them are even freaked out because it goes against their beliefs in some way. Feeling like he's running into dead ends, Gary hears a voice in his dream directing him. Stand barefoot in the water, facing east. Say, Father, 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 Holy, 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 Where did you come from? Where did you really come from? Gary does what he's told and nothing happens. Next morning, as he's waking up, his laptop magically turns on and it's the NASA photo. He looks at it and notices what he thinks is an alien in the photo with a big elongated head, which then totally makes me think of the elongated skulls, the long heads found in Paracas, Peru, which I'm going to get to in a bit. After a year of Gary going to the water, Standing in it and nothing happening, except him noticing more and more images in the photos. He has another dream that tells him, go in the water again. He does, and finally, success. He sees two angels appear, and one of them confirms that they are... Uriel. For those of you who are following the show, you know that Uriel has been quite naturally, yet surprisingly, showing up here and there. And here he is again. I'm just noting it because I don't think we're done hearing from him yet. And he's obviously involved and wanting to communicate something. To be continued on that. Back to the story. Gary then sees a giant alien that says to call him Abba. And Abba has Hebrew symbols on his robe. Abba shows Gary how the Great Pyramid is a machine a library that stores information vibrationally in the limestone blocks and Abba informs him how the Giza pyramids were built by alien civilizations. Not an alien civilization, but by alien civilizations collectively. This part I love. I mean, not since the year 2000 or when the Mayan calendar ended or when Religious people claim the end of the world was coming. Or Notre-Dame's predictions. I feel like we haven't had a date on anything like this in a while. And now I love that we have another date. Abba confirms that they, the ultra-terrestrials, will return July 26th, 2022. Jerusalem on the Temple Mount. And Abba goes on to clarify... I will arrive in the third temple. And Gary sees a vision of a starship. And the starship supposedly looks just like the starship from the latest version of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Like a sphere of light. Gary goes on to mention about Abba informing him as to why he had him standing in the water, saying... Water is the conduit between planes. And that makes me totally think of Hellier. No spoiler alert here. If you watched it though, you'll understand the significance of water being the conduit between planes. By the way, all this points to extraterrestrials, ultra-terrestrials being angels, archangels, gods. They are all one and the same. And with that being the case, this points to the unseen appearing with the costume, the skin, in the manner that relates to or resonates with the observer. What I think of as skin theory and what I hear other people talking about on other podcasts. Why different cultures see different versions of similar classes of entities. Okay. Okay. So now we have Tum and the Great Pyramid areas both having elongated skulls and giants correlating in different ways. The Tum Tum area having actual skeletal remains of long heads and giants. The Great Pyramid area having ancient Egyptians and Gary Parker depicting and speaking to elongated skulls and giants with the addition of Gary's visions of ultraterrestrials and angels. Lots of food for thought here. Because of the extraterrestrial, ultra terrestrial theme, I was so curious if there were any pyramids in Paracas, Peru, which is known in part as the site of the discovery of the largest elongated skulls found anywhere on Earth. These skulls contain mysterious DNA and they are structurally different from other elongated human skulls that have been found. In researching online, I was very happy to immediately see a YouTube video by Brienne Forrester entitled, Lost Pyramids of Paracas Perude Rediscovered. Brienne explores ancient lost worlds and hidden history on location videos made by author and adventurer. Brienne Forrester, exploring Peru, Bolivia, Egypt, Hawaii, Easter Island. I'm going to play the beginning of the video so that you and the know on the supernatural stuff can experience the same synchronicity I did. And for those of you who don't understand the significance, I'll explain it after the clip. Very auspicious to see. That's a reasonably rare... Peruvian owl staring straight at me with golden eyes and he is most likely the guardian of this place. So right out of the gate, Brienne sees a rare owl that seems to be watching him. Even with me being quite new to all this, I've heard many times, especially on Paranormal Thoughts podcast, of the correlation between owls, UFO sightings, and abductions. I personally took this as a sign that I was on the right path with this episode. Now these pyramids, the Paracas pyramids, I have the least info on. They look like mounds of dirt and stone but I think their significance lies, of course, in the Paracas skulls, the longheads, being found in this area, and there are also being pyramids here. Perhaps the energy structure of the area will provide more information. And after doing my episodes on Vortexes and Places of Power and my Spiritual Badlands episode, I'm not concerned that the structures are no longer intact or prominent. As we learned in those episodes, the energy of a land can still tell a tale without the need for buildings. But we'll get to the energy structures in a minute. Let's do a quick tally first. We now have three areas of pyramids in three different parts of the world with actual or depicted elongated skulls. The Paracas skulls leaning the most toward extra or ultra-terrestrial origins with their mysterious DNA and being structurally different from other elongated skulls that have been found. Giza also having the extra-ultraterrestrial tie-in with Gary Parker's findings and experiences. Giza and the Tum Tum area also having the correlation of giants, either through skeletal remains or depictions, and the added cherry on top coming at the beginning of Brienne's Lost Pyramids of Arrakis YouTube video, when the rare owl is present at the side of the pyramids watching allowing our minds to wander to extraterrestrial synchronicities and possible involvement at the very least lots to consider and explore so without further ado let's go visit these areas and see what the deal is energetically and if we can learn more i'm going to take a short break go through my ritual and then we'll connect I'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. So, while I was just meditating, I had the thought because I love thinking about the unifying theory of everything supernatural, paranormal, spiritual. And this is what came to me in my meditation. Everything that falls under that heading seemed to be light travelers meaning a lot of them seem to disappear into the light. I could go down a rabbit hole with that one, but I'm not going to because I want to connect with the three pyramids. But I'm going to test that theory. They're all light travelers. That's what they are. Coming from different places, visiting here, disappearing into the light, coming back out from the light. All right. I'm going to go in the order of Hmm, how should we do this? It seems like Giza, the Great Pyramid, has the most weight for me in being ultra-terrestrial. Gary Parker sold me. So I'm going to be looking at the energetical structure of the pyramids and then the skulls, too, I want to know. So you got the pyramid that seems like the most ultra-terrestrial pyramid in... Giza you got skulls related to pyramids and Paracas that seems like the most ultra terrestrial skulls how is all that going to compare to Tum Tum and the skulls at Tum Tum now that I'm just talking freely it's going to be Giza the Great Pyramid the Paracas pyramids and Tum Tum in that order and with each pyramid, The Skulls. I like this ride. I thought I was just going to three places and now I'm doing six different things and I'm looking forward to this. So, let's go in order. Let's get started. We'll go with Giza, The Great Pyramid. Please. tell you this much practice makes things better i used to have a very hard time of feeling size outside of my body i know i've talked about my sasquatch spirit and how he's like my eight by eight room i talked about pan being expansive and not being able to describe it beyond that and then Sirius was off the charts in comparison to pan so how would i even describe that but i just felt The Great Pyramid of Giza. I felt like a gigantic pyramid. If we could look at ourselves spiritually, you could say, oh, when you look at a person, that's their aura. And there's Kirlian photography, and that shows someone's aura. And people who are into spiritual, supernatural, paranormal stuff might say, yeah, we can believe that. Yeah, that's somebody's aura. And that's about the size of a person. Yeah, maybe twice the size, maybe three times, but it's not... A thousand times the size of a person. This pyramid is though. You may look at it physically and think whatever you think. But if you were to look at it with spiritual eyes, it's ginormous. How high does the sky go when we look up and see the sky? Are we looking up 5 miles, 10 miles? Somebody knows. 20? Who knows? If you could say the pyramid's that big spiritually. It's a big deal. For a structure to have an energy pattern that exceeds what you would imagine the structure to have tells a much larger tale and i would imagine that all the mystery around it and the elongated skulls related to it that it speaks to ultra involvement because i've never met a building before so much larger than you'd imagine it to be I mean what I feel rocks or crystals that have cool energy they're still about the size of what they are they're just packing a, a punch for what they are and then on top of that imagine a beam of light shooting out of the top of that pyramid into where if you're at the top of the sky and you're shooting a beam of light up with extreme power and steadiness and brightness where is that going <laughs> where is that, where is that connected to is that like the rainbow bridge that the light travelers come in and out on all the pyramids antennas of sorts and collecting information i could easily buy that and knowing that such advanced beings exist and within feeling all that feeling just as peaceful and balanced and connected as you'd want to feel is very comforting. All right that was fantastic. Oh if you know the name of who I'm gonna be connecting with now, the one known to factually to have the most elongated skull in Egypt, please email that to me at the supernatural explorer at gmail.com or please hit me up on instagram the supernatural explorer tag it to any post and please let me know who i'm connecting with now this should be interesting so team please connect me with that old school egyptian is a story for your consideration whoever surmised and i know i've heard this around that the skulls act like antennas act like generators and transmuters of intense amounts of mental spiritual light energy and as that relates to physical things that's what I felt and then with that I got some downloads now let's say whether they're ultra terrestrials or not this is a civilization that is really on the right track everyone helps everyone and the leaders are the leaders everybody wants them to be because everyone wants what's best for everyone and the civilization grows and advances and they learn how to use their minds and as eons go on because they're able to balance and use the energy of their minds they start to change and grow and augment into the form that most spiritually supports that which apparently looks like a long head an elongated skull it would seem that's what that would look like Now, whether they zip off to a new planet to build pyramids or they're from here and they're building pyramids, but they're super advanced, they can shape the stone and place it with their minds. You need 12 of them. One of the, each of the astrological signs, you need 12 and they sit around in a circle and they use their minds to form the stone and they can place it and they're very balanced, solid people. And something happens where someone thinks trying this way might be cool and he gets others to listen and everyone's got free will and the right to do what they can do. But if you're going to exist on a level where you're manipulating things with your mind, there's not much room for error there. A slip of your mind is a slip of something physical. So it wouldn't take a lot for the downfall of such a society if it went off balance. If someone had a skull like that today, and it was one of us, how long would you give that person to last not to change something physical that's detrimental to themselves by thinking it? Nobody would exist here. It'd be very hard. You'd probably find a couple of yogis in the Himalayans and a couple of people here and there, whatever your favorite spiritual group is who you think really attains things even in this day and age. Take those people. You could probably give them big heads, and they'd they'd handle them. They'd be like, we're on it. And they'd change the world. Yeah, grab 12 of them, give them big heads, <laughs> and they can change the world. So, all this from what I felt. Let's go now to Paracas. The pyramids of Paracas. Either one, whichever one's going to demonstrate to me the energetical potential, or what it is, what it represents... Whatever Pyramid does that in Paracas. Please. Uh, I don't like this game. All right, I'll tell you what I felt and then I'll tell you my impressions. I do like this game, but the information I'm getting, I don't like. I'll post the pictures up on my website thesupernaturalexplorer.blogspot.com the pictures of the Paracas pyramids or if you're watching the episode on YouTube you're looking at it right now if you look at those pyramids compared to the Great Pyramid and you thought of them as machines you know what the Great Pyramid looks like and another one looks almost like you went to Jones Beach on Long Island and you were going over a sand dune And then you saw a slightly bigger sand dune with some rocks sticking out of it. And that's the remains of a pyramid. And if they're machines, you can imagine which one would work a little bit better. But true to what I theorized, even though the structure isn't there in form, intact, maybe it's beneath the ground even, I can feel the energy of it similar to what I felt at the Great Pyramid. But the energy even felt behind me, maybe it went 200 yards into the sky, so not 10 miles up. And I could feel light coming from it, but it almost feels like a flashlight, old school. works 95% of the time, but every once in a while you got to hit it, and then it comes back on again. Why I don't like feeling that is because then here is a structure that existed, I can feel the remnants of its glory and what it once was and how it was very Giza like and now I don't know how long the energy of that area will stay like that as long as they don't develop it and people start populating it if it's just pretty much left alone I could see it being that way for generations, generations, generations but the fact is it had a jitteriness to it already so I think the game here is if I'm Looking at life as there's a meaning to it and a purpose, and I think it's always to—I always thought it was to grow and evolve. All right, great. Further, I think the game is before all the pyramids go out of order and the light bridges get closed. I think we have to elevate to a state where extraterrestrials can come back, because it's so many of us now compared to the last time they were here, and the energy is a certain way that maybe they could visit for a day trip maybe that's why they only visit for a day trip where if we can all collectively balance our energy more they can come down and show us how to become light travelers too and then Gary Parker's project is a really good project because then the Giza pyramid would become the symbol for that which is just what he wanted it to be like the symbol for world peace so I think Gary Parker has a little divine inspiration going on and I'm definitely going to have some kind of something on July 26th, 2022 which is my sister N my niece's birthday, too. That's a cool date. Oh, this is great. Now, I want to connect with the most ultra-terrestrial, long-heads, elongated skulls out there. The Paracus skulls. Please, team, connect me with those. I'm sorry, I had to correct myself. <laughs> They're skulls. I want to be connected with the beings that inhabited the skulls. Connecting with skulls, I'm like, how come I don't feel anything? I was really expecting to feel a lot. Because the skulls. If they had any juju left in them after the inhabitants crossed over, so to speak, the juju's gone. So I want to be connected to the inhabitants of the skulls because I think that'll tell a more accurate story. The skulls are skulls. <laughs> The bone and whatever bone is made of, even if it's ultra-terrestrial bone. All right, hold on. Please connect me with the most evolved former inhabitant of one of those skulls. Thank you. All right. Let me tell you what I felt in an interpretation of what I felt. I felt giant. I felt like I was about 30 to 40 feet tall. And I sit and meditate when I do this. So, sitting, meditating, being 30 to 40 feet tall. Now, that skull is not the skull of a 30 to 40 foot being. When the being is in physical form and when the being was in that physical form. How long has that being existed? How long ago was it in that skull? And how much has it evolved and where is it at now? That's the energy I connected with. Most people I feel the size of me. The Sasquatch energy felt bigger than my 8, by eight room. I just felt 30 feet tall. That's a big spirit whether they're just a light traveler or they're in physical existence somewhere, if they were to come here and solidify all that they're in command of, I guarantee they'd be like giants to us. So those skulls are great. (laughs) And uh, that sounds very ultra-terrestrial to me. And if you say it's not ultra-terrestrial... Then you have to believe in some civilization, some earthly civilization that was so much greater than we can imagine existing. Which then could allow you to be like, maybe I have to open up the doors on my considering Atlantis as a thing. Because if it's not ultra that did it, then it had to be something at least like Atlanteans. Because those pyramids didn't just pop up out of nowhere and don't have the energy structure they do for no reason. And don't have beings with long skulls related to them that are beyond us and beyond what I feel when I connect with humans. There's something in all of this for sure. Alright, two for two. The fun part, I really hope you didn't hear about the american pyramids before because if you know me i love surprises so i at least hope some of you are like there's pyramids in america i didn't discover it i didn't do any research in it i don't deserve any credit for it but i still like surprises and i would love to see somebody's face one day when i'm talking supernatural stuff with them and i go do you hear about the pyramids in america <laughs> and they have it and they like all this kind of stuff that'd be cool so I hope there's one of you out there doing that. I don't need it, but it'd still be cool. And a big thanks, shout-out to Tobe Johnson, Bower Radio, and his guest, Sean Mooney. I hope you guys get to hear this someday just by synchronicity or something. All right, Tum Tum Mountain. If it's a mountain, I will feel like rock without a lot of movement vibration anything like that if I am some kind of sacred structure even if I'm not a pyramid well I just felt two pyramids and they feel like pyramids with light shooting out of the top of them like a beam so it could be a sacred place that's just a vortex or a portal or just some sacred place or it could be a pyramid like other pyramids. Or it could just be a mountain. But let's go find out. Team, please connect me to Tum Tum Mountain. Ah. Tum Tum Mountain's going to be a feature. I don't feel rock, but I don't feel. A pyramid shooting light out of the top of it I feel heavy depressed so there is intelligent energy there something that is greater than a mountain of rock if the energy I'm feeling if I was a spiritual people that used to love to gather around the site of the old crystal pyramid that's now hidden And we go there because we like to feel the energy of it. And we heard stories of how it healed our ancestors who were wounded in battle. if They laid before it. And then for whatever reason, that energy went from a spiritual pyramid beaming light. To somehow getting sick. The light shutting off. The energy feeling just heavy and depressed. You remember me saying... That the indigenous peoples of America haven't been gathering there for 10 years now. I don't blame them based on what I feel. Who knows how many years they went where it felt off, but they wanted it just to be good again. Maybe there's someone who checks it once in a while. One of the indigenous people who lives in the area. Maybe once a year. And then what's the other tribes now? Nah, still not yet. Since we had some success with creating Vortexes, we have the energy structure of the Giza Pyramid. I can try it with Paracas to see if it'll help Paracas. energy structure at all, but the building isn't there anymore. So, or is it? Is it underground and it's just, I don't know what's going on there. We can, we can only try it. And then take that template from Giza and go over to Tum and try and give it a jump. Try and like restart it. If I feel a shift, and then the ceremonies magically come back to the area, that's a correlation that bears consideration. So I would like to try that. All right. The tum-tum skulls. The former inhabitant of one of the tum-tum elongated skulls, the most evolved of them, where they are currently, what they're like currently. Please connect me to one of those. Thank you. I don't have a story. The uh, spirit feels as banged up as the pyramid felt. I don't know what the story is there. There's definitely going to be a part two. We're going to reconnect with the spirit and do everything we can To help it, I just have to go back in. This spirit's doing much better. Feels balanced. While we were working with this spirit, spiritually, it felt... hmm, I felt about 20 feet tall sitting down. But the tremendous amount of energy I was feeling, 20 feet tall worth of energy, I didn't know how long that was going to take. It took only five minutes, but it was five intense minutes. And then the, I want to call it an intuition, came to me. That a being with an elongated skull that had the spirit the size of a giant, if such an ultra-terrestrial fell in love with a human and they were able to have children, I could see how the child could be a giant. I can't explain it. I can just, I can see it. I hope to learn the story. We're going to do a part two, work on the pyramid. Let me just check that spirit again, and I'll wrap up the show. I don't want to leave it in any kind of way, except good, balanced. I'll be right back. this being is going to be okay reminds me of Patrick from the Pandemonium episodes I'm not saying Patrick was an ultra terrestrial I'm saying as above so below everything is you're on a certain vibration and you got to learn how to balance on it or you get thrown off balance on the vibration you're on and you feel a certain way but if you can nail the balance then you can enjoy it and then if you want to, you can jump up to another vibration. Same dance all over again. On and on and on. So this being reminds me of Patrick. ultra-terrestrial being in command of a large amount of energy. Just thrown off balance on the level it's on. And now feels steady, but like it might have crutches or a walker or a cane for a little while. So like Patrick, we're going to come back and visit this being and his, her friends, compadres that may also need assistance that were related to the Tum Tum Pyramid in any way because I'm 100% convinced they had something to do with that. And then the no-brainer working with them in conjunction with using the Pyramid of Giza as a template see if we can jumpstart tum tum and if the powwow start up again all right hope you enjoyed this which turns out to be a part one for you ancient alien people out there i want to hear from one of you did i add anything or you like if you just would have watched ancient aliens we knew all this stuff anyway i want to know i don't mind being educated educate me all right everyone take care hope you're all doing well Peace.